And we're live. So welcome everybody to yet another live interview show with Become a Fearless Father. And today my guest is Owen Graham. Owen, thank you so much for being on. Really appreciate it. Hey, I'm happy to be here, man. Honored that you asked me to appear on the podcast. Absolutely, absolutely, man. So we get right onto it. As people can tell, I still got my I'm Batman voice. I know, still practicing, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> anyway, can't yeah, can't take away our fun. So let's go right on, man. I had a question, and uh, you know, everybody can see where I'm going to start off with, and I want to talk about you know the business model, and then you know with the priorities in your family. And then Owen and I were chatting a little bit back and forth today. And he's like, you know, I would also like to talk about, you know, having free-minded kids, happy kids. And then he said in brackets, which is for me actually the most exciting thing, little entrepreneurs. And I was like, crap, you know what? That's the first thing we're going to talk about because nobody can see this. Of course, I got a big sign here or a big board here all full of numbers and words and all kinds of stuff of my boys and I creating their first business. So I was like, you know what? That's what we're going to talk about. And I think everybody that's watching is going to be like, yeah, I want to listen more. I want to learn more about that. So, oh, man, <laughs> yeah, with us, man, what? Because I'm always interested in, you know, like, you know, we're entrepreneurs. Is, is that, you know, entrepreneur dads? Is that what we want for our kids? Or, you know, are we going to do the old, you know, the same thing, same thing as everybody else is doing, like make them go to school and university and da da da, and then get a nine to five? Or are we already trying to prep them for being an entrepreneur? And then, of course, very important, how do you do that, right? So please share your journey in being a fearless father. Okay, great, great, great question. Well, <clears throat> I want to start off by saying that, you know, I'm not an expert in anything, right? So what I'm bringing to you here is like not really a prescription, but really just a description of how I am navigating mm. imperfectly, imperfectly. Because as, as parents, we know, as fathers, we don't have it all figured out, but... Nope. Hopefully we have the intention of trying to do the right thing. And and so like you, I know that I never wanted to impose the way I wanted to live on my children. Mm. And, um, you know, that's from everything. Like I grew up loving sports, playing sports, watching sports. And like I've never did that with my son. I've got a seven year old son and a 10 year old daughter. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like, you know, I didn't name them after me. Just like do, be, be your own self. You know what I mean? And figure out what you want to do. Yeah. Uh, but to me, entrepreneurship is really just an extension of being a creative thinker mm -hmm. and also maybe someone who can execute. Now, I've had my strengths in some of those areas and my weaknesses in some of those areas. And I've also known that I was raised in a very academic family. Mm -hmm. You know, my, my parents have degrees upon degrees upon degrees. My, my dad is a professor, uh, a PhD in engineering. Nice. Uh, computer science, stuff like that. I never really took to the engineering side of things. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I'm a middle child and my personality seems to be more, I like people, you know. Um, but, and he never understood that. He never understood, like, why do you want to, like, talk? You know, talking was, <laughs> talking was, speaking was seen as a negative in my family. Mm -hmm. And expressing my opinion and my energy and, and, you know, humor and things like that were just never really valued. And I think that in an extension in the school system, they're not really valued, right? Mm -hmm. You have a child who's extremely engaging and they can entertain their classmates and uh, get the attention of everybody. The report card usually goes home. This kid is a disruptor in class, yeah. right? <laughs> you know? 
and they're not lying. The kid is disruptive. If you're a teacher of, you know, 30, 40 students, and you've got this one kid who just like basically uh, captivates the attention away from you, it is a disruption. Mm -hmm. So the typical school model doesn't really seem set up to allow and foster and incubate creativity like that. And so for me, raising an entrepreneur was simply, um, it started with me giving my kids a different school system. Mm -hmm. So my children have never attended school. They've been homeschooled. Nice. Unschool their entire life. Um, that does not mean I have another doctrine or dogma that I place upon them like an entrepreneur path, mm -hmm. but it does mean that I'm very observant. My, my wife and I are very observant. We pay attention. We have conversation. We allow them to explore all types of creative ideas. And then we start hearing things echoed back. Like, when can I work? Mm -hmm. Like, why can I work? I'm, I'm, I know I'm only seven, but can I make some money too? And um, I have an idea, you know, I've got this idea, you know, yeah. and um, and so our job is to say, really, what's the idea? Mm -hmm. And maybe now, how can you put that idea out there, experience the failure that we were discouraged from experiencing, which is a whole nother podcast. Right. But yeah. I truly believe, like I truly believe my entrepreneurial journey is still um, in development due to fear of failure. Right. Like this mm -hmm. idea of being perfect and getting great grades. And if you don't, you get, you know, really uh, uh, negative consequences. Mm -hmm. So to me, that's what it is. It's my children know that they have the freedom and we have conversations about jobs. You know, my son came to me right before this, this podcast and he said, dad, do you know what I want to be when I grow up? And I said, what do you want to be? And he said, a truck driver. Now <laughs> I, uh, noticed, I noticed that he, he, he hops around, of course, like most kids do. Yeah. So lately he's been really into trucks and 18 wheelers and he's studying them and he's, 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 so yesterday I told him, well, you know, 18 wheeling, it's a, it's a job that it's pretty dangerous, you know, and, um, it, you work long hours, you drive through the night and then he's like, well, that's why Elon Musk is working on that. We're going to have uh, self-driving car uh, trucks and stuff like that. Oh, snap. And so it was funny today. He said, well, dad, I know that it might be dangerous. So I'm thinking maybe I'll own a truck. Yeah. So I don't have to drive it. And it's just like when you let kids become creative mm -hmm. and just, you know, observe, because they are observing, they're seeing how, believe it or not, they don't really have anything to judge against it. They've never seen me like go away for eight hours and come back, you know, uh -huh. uh, fortunately for them. And uh, sometimes, unfortunately for me, they've never had that. <laughs> they've never had that model. So they've mm -hmm. always seen us. Whenever I go into my office and work for four hours, they think that's the worst thing in the world. Like, you know, how can you be away from us? Can you get a different job? Yeah. So, and that might take us into the types of models we want to think about um, yeah. when we're talking about creative. So yeah, so as a parent, it's just about giving them creativity. Um, it's not really what we add, but what we've subtracted, which is kind of just the rote memorization, the school system that drills kind of the creativity out of you. Mm -hmm. And, um, and you know, right now we're traveling. I'm, I'm in the country of Mexico. Um, I, I've, uh, it, was a, it was a part of a vision a few years ago to travel with my family and let them kind of see the world. Mm -hmm. And so we're figuring that out, right? We're figuring that out. And, and even that is a, I, I believe, unconventional. If you're unconventional in one thing, that it's, it's transferable to many things. Mm -hmm. So if, if they can just be exposed to just like, there is no normal, you know, um, then they can choose their own path, but not be afraid of the abnormal. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, love that, love that. Maybe you're watching this, make sure to smash that heart button as many times as you can. And leave us a comment. Let us know where you're from. Let us know if you have any questions about raising your kids to become little entrepreneurs, or at least not raising them to be little entrepreneurs, but at least give them the opportunity of not just being taught by school and our system that you must get a job. So, <laughs> well, you know, Claude, Claude, the thing is, too, these kids are smart, man. Mm. Like, they're bringing entrepreneurship ideas to me all the time. They're nice. telling me about Minecraft and owning servers. And, uh, you know, I, I'm trying to, I thought I was pretty technically uh, inclined, but they're the ones who know what's trendy and what's, what's creative. And, mm. you know, uh, for better or worse, sometimes they know that Ryan, little kid on YouTube, is, is making hundreds of thousands of dollars a month or millions of dollars. Like they're aware of mm -hmm. this world. So they're like, what, what do you mean? Like I have to be 18 or 16 to get a job. Like, you know, that doesn't make sense. And, and if, if I don't have to wait till I'm 18, what can I start now? Mm -hmm. So we do, we do slip in like, Hey, e-commerce and you know, the lemonade set, the lemonade stand of the 21st century is what I like to call it, trying different little things. But for the most part, I know that if they can get practice in being imaginative and in execution, discipline and things like that, then the step of, you know, setting up a, a payment thing or whatever, or hiring people, that's, that'll come with development. You know what I mean? Exactly. So we don't, we're not running an entrepreneurial school, <laughs> but we are kind of just elevating creativity and, and things exactly. like that. Yeah. 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 I love it, man. I love it. So, oh, and share us a little bit about more about you, right? People heard now like, wow, this is, you know, absolutely fantastic how you're raising your kids and give them ideas. Now we got to know as well, man, who's, who's Owen Graham? <laughs> well, if I had that answer, <laughs> you know, that has been, you know, I think <laughs> every young parent, my, my, my daughter today asked me, is being, dad, is being a parent, like, is it fun? Is it good? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I'm always honest with them. And I think that, you know, we are always going through phases of self-discovery, right? Mm. And and I again, I believe that's one of the things that the school system and many of the systems of the world kind of drive out of it. I've always known that I like to talk, right? I, like mm. I get I get energy from thinking and sharing ideas. Exactly. But I but I have like some memories of like getting in trouble a lot for that. Mm. And, and so when you're figuring and navigating what you want to do, a lot of times you are, it's, it's through narrow confines. Um, believe it or not, after all the talk that I just did, I went to school to be an educator. Mm -hmm. I went to school to be a teacher. I completed all my education coursework. And uh, at the end of it all, when I did an internship for six months and I was in the classroom with the students, I realized there's no way I'm going to be able to do this for the next 40 years of my life. Like there's, there's just no way I'm gonna be trapped in this, in this, uh, these four walls here. And so I did not actually turn in a final project. I happened to start a, I was in a sales marketing business at the time and I was doing well. So I actually didn't graduate from college with my, with my education degree. <clears throat> later on, 12 years later, I circled back and took a class and got my degree. But, <laughs> but I did, I went to school to be an educator and that kind of opened my eyes to you know, in many ways, I couldn't really agree with some of the methods and the practices. And I knew there were many great teachers who just bound by the system. We're here. We're in the United States system. It would be very difficult to to do education the way I believed in. So I went into marketing. 
sales. Um, I like that. I like that it challenged me. And along the way, my younger brother, who is a tech guy, mm -hmm. uh, he had an idea for a business. He was a former web developer and he had this idea to create drag and drop um, software for funnels. Mm -hmm. um, at the time, funnels weren't big. It was pages, um, you know, landing, a lot of landing pages. So the yeah. name of the company was called 10 Minute Pages. And so we launched that in 2013, um, did very well, used the affiliate model mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, it was a seven figure business within a few months. And a part of me thought, wow, we could really go big at the time. I don't know if you, how long you've been in marketing or business, but at the time, optimized press was like the, yeah. the big dog mm -hmm. did not exist. In fact, in fact, our launch kind of. ClickFunnels sped up to to launch, and it was like a summer where three page companies were launching. You know, mm -hmm. and um, and I thought, wow, cool, this is exciting. But again, it was software; it was very technical. Mm -hmm. There was no real contact with people. I was writing a lot of sales copy and stuff like that, and it was okay, but I honestly, wasn't happy. Mm -hmm. Also, working with family, you know, there's a lot of fights and, <laughs> and and conflicts you know i have two brothers and we were all all working on the project together with a, with the yeah. younger sister so and it truly was my younger brother's baby he's a tech guy and so after a while it just didn't work out i wanted to do something that involved people and i hopped around trying different things had some successes had some failures and over time i just i felt like i got kind of overwhelmed as a father and yeah. even even depressed right like um when i say depressed i'm usually a pretty happy guy um yeah. and i just wasn't i didn't want to talk to people i didn't want to meet people i didn't want to put my face on a podcast or, or TV, a, a stream um and i was my i was losing my self-confidence mm. because i wasn't i wasn't providing the way i wanted to provide and i also um wasn't really spending time with my family i mean i was in their presence all the time, but mm -hmm. I wasn't, I wasn't there, you know, I, I wasn't yeah. attentive. Um, and I, I listened to one of the podcasts you had, or the guy said, um, your, your family almost becomes a nuisance to you, right? It's mm -hmm. like, um, and, and that was the energy I didn't want to put out there. And I took some time and I said, you know what? I always had this vision to travel with my family. Uh, my parents moved around with us a little bit when we were kids mainly because they were going to school and uh you know so i was born in canada because my dad was studying there and then we went mm -hmm. to to the caribbean because my parents are from there and he had to work and then we went to america and you know i moved around a little bit and i said you know what i want my children to have a similar experience where they meet people from all over the world where they get out of their comfort zone and so i put a plan together needed to make a little bit of money save a little bit of money and then uh, in October 2018, mm -hmm. took the leap, took the leap and um, came to uh, Mexico and have been around a few places, but settled in Mexico for the, for the foreseeable future. And I really, I took this time to just kind of start figuring out who am I and what do I want to do? Mm -hmm. Um, and I didn't really figure out the what I wanted to do, but I did figure out the how I wanted to live. Mm. And I, I began to realize that, you know, as much as I've told myself the story that business is kind of who I am, that 
really the thing that I had the most fun doing was being a father. Mm -hmm. And so then I began to think, well, I need to figure out how to optimize my life to the things that make me happy, the things that really kind of make me happy. And so instead of asking how much money does this make, I began to ask some other questions. Mm. And so that, that's the thing that I say about having a vision for your family is really saying, you know, a lot of times we, we're, we chase a number, I want six figures a year, six figures a month, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50,000 a month. And it's, it's usually an arbitrary number that's supposed to mean something to people who mm. have never achieved it. Mm -hmm. But if we really think about what we're looking for, it's usually we're looking for some kind of lifestyle, whatever mm. that means. And so it's important to kind of get clear on what does that mean? Does it mean a Lamborghini? Does it mean a, you know, um, five-star resorts? Does it mean, and for me, it meant more time, not stressing with the people I love. Exactly. And so that's where I begin to dig into models again and say, okay, because I, I saw my younger brother who he had, you know, we, the business was left for him to run and um, it had peaks and valleys and a lot of stress and um, he did very well and is still doing well with it. But I look around at different people's lifestyles and I and I said, well, what what do I want? Do I want like this much money in the bank account, this much taxes to file every year, this many employees, or do I want a life optimized to happiness? And so that's where I started looking at models and started getting clear. Okay, I need residual income. Mm -hmm. If it's not a recurring residual, for me, that doesn't fit in my in my goal. Now, of course there's headaches with every model, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, things like that. Uh, it has to be scalable. It has to be scalable from a computer, you mm -hmm. know? No big infrastructure, no office infrastructure. I've got to be able to do it from my laptop flexibly, uh, in a flexible way. So flexibility was a big one. And so we began to kind of get some clarity on those models and, and start putting those things into place. And we're still working on that. Um, you know, so I had a, a teaching and recruiting company that I ran with my wife. Mm -hmm. um, and so we were affiliates for that company. And so she focused on the teaching English part. Mm -hmm. I focused on the um, marketing and building the affiliate side, helping teachers join in. And, uh, and that was good because a lot of people that are traveling need income. They don't all have the skills in marketing and copywriting and, and, running ads and things like that and oftentimes a lot of those you can lose a lot more money <laughs> than yep. you make if you don't know what you're doing and so you know it was cool to present a little you know partnership for people who are traveling where they can make three four thousand dollars a month from the comfort of their home but without like really great skills mm -hmm. and um, and that works and if you live in certain parts of the world you can get by with that um pretty comfortably right and so um, that was good and, and is okay, but now we're working on some new things. And, and, you know, to circle back to the first question, how do you raise entrepreneurs? Well, one thing I could say is start a business, start a family business, mm. you know, start a family business and start giving them little pieces of control of that. Right. And a lot of kids, if you give them some control, they'll try to take it all over. Uh, so. So that's what we're doing right now. We're actually, um, we don't have a website or funnel or anything like that. Uh, we're really just creating content together as a family on our Instagram channel. And then we're going to be doing it on our YouTube channel. And it's cool because it allows the family to get involved. It allows us to grow in skills. Uh, our our kind of title is our, our freedom journey. Mm. And so 
it's really like, you know, it's kind of broad. It's about financial freedom. It's about, uh, you know, how you can attain that through entrepreneurship and investing. But it's also about um, education, right? Uh, freeing your, liberating yourself, education. So we're going to be showing how we unschool and world school our kids mm. um, and, and allow them to participate in kind of like building of that project. Um, how to monetize and that kind of stuff. The way my mind works is I'm, I can always think of ways to monetize. <laughs> the problem has been, can you execute and stick with a project long enough? Because, you know, you can monetize through merch, you can monetize through, a, 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 you know, a membership community, info products, all, all types of different ways. Mm -hmm. So it's cool that we're working together on a project. It allows the kids to identify that, wow, like, okay, I, I can build something, I can make something. And to me, education has to be practical. Mm -hmm. uh, and they want it to be practical. You know, they don't want to just like do an abstract product project. They want to film something and they want to like design something for the thumbnail or design something for the end slate. Or, you know, th they understand that if it can be, if it's necessary, then they feel valuable. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's one of the things we're working on. Once we get that up and running, then I'll go off and, and, and get some clarity on some personal projects that I want to work on. But yeah, that's what's been going on with me, man. Man, that's, that sounds really cool. So yeah, I've noticed for my kids and they're six and four, but if, if you want them to do stuff and you're like, okay, you have to do this, 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 and this, and then you thought it allowed this, this, and this, and this, and come on, let's go. Right. Yeah, sure. Because I'm big on morning routines, right? Right. And uh, I wanted my six-year-old to do it. So I really started looking at like, hey, listen, you know, you want to do this. Well, for this, you need to develop yourself. And daddy does that by his morning routine. Would you like to learn that? And then actually dad's going to pay you, right? Because if I, the better I develop myself, the more money I make. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to pay you. He's like, oh, that's great. I said, okay. And then I involve them in the whole process. What would you like to do? What would you like to read? What would you, you know, what are the affirmations that you would like to say to yourself? And how do you know how to do this? So that makes a lot of fun. And that's exactly what you're doing, right? So now we got a family business and it's like, okay, you know, hey, why don't you do this? And then they figure it out. And and it's amazing. Because you think sometimes you're like, ah, oh, they're so tiny, right? They're so small still. Are they gonna be able to? And then they're like, and they're already 10 steps ahead of you, like. All right, I definitely. <laughs> <laughs> He's got yeah. You're 100% correct, and and I mean, I have kind of a motto of less is more. Mm. Um, you know, I grew up with more being more, mm. uh, kind of pushed on me, but I I've, I've experimented with my kids for <laughs> so to speak, and so it's it's always been a less is more because if they come to it on their own, I notice they have a greater intensity when mm. they approach it, and um, they have greater ownership over it. Yeah. So we prompt them. Yeah, like I'll I'll slide a personal development book, but if I say come listen to this personal development podcast with me, that's the quickest way to get them to be like, well, that's not very cool. I don't want anything to do with that. Um, and I got to give my thanks to my parents because even though my dad was a big educator, I still remember him listening to personal development tapes mm -hmm. uh, when I was very young, and I saw him playing around with meditation. He didn't really stick with it, but I saw him. And like, what, what are you doing, Dad? And lie down on the ground with him, and and it stuck. It really stuck, you know. Um, and I so I just exposed them to a bunch of different things. And example is probably the best way. We always try to change our kids, but what I found, and I'm still learning, 
is that the best way to educate your kids is to just work on yourself, you know, let them see you doing the morning routine, let them see you exercising, you know, yeah. and by you doing it, they understand subconsciously there's value in that, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, I'm, like I said, I'm only 10 years in this game. I'm sure there's a lot more I need to learn, but, uh, but I'm figuring it out every day. Exactly. That's the beauty, for it, beauty of it. You, you just keep evolving and keep learning as long as you, that's what you want. I think if you don't, then, you know, it's for me, it's like dance game over, right? Yeah. Also, one thing I just want to share real quick before we end this thing, and you're going to share with people where they can reach, yeah, reach you. Um, what I found is, for example, what you say, right, do your morning routine so they can see it. Even if you think like, oh, yeah, they're just playing, they're not watching. Dude, they're watching. It's incredible. Like I told my son, okay, but you have to do some meditation, right? So he did 30 seconds. Now, last time he did, uh, yes, today for the first time he did a minute. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, come here, go right here. Daddy said, meditation pillow. He immediately sat down. He immediately put his hands like daddy does and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, he's like, I saw you. When? What? What? When? So it's, yeah. he it, might not even know when. It's just, it's like, hmm. he's got it, man. Yeah, awesome. Awesome story. Exactly. So, man, Owen, uh, thank you so much, man. We're at 25 minutes. I don't want to keep you on too long. So, I really appreciate it. Share with the people real quick. If they have any questions and want to follow you, if they want to follow you guys as a family on Instagram, I want to do that. Where can we where, where can we find all of you guys, this stuff? <laughs> well, great. Well, I would say this. Um, if you want to follow me, follow me on Our Freedom Journey, mm. Instagram.com slash Our Freedom Journey. Uh, that's where everything will kind of uh, spin out from. And you'll be able to track me to my personal Instagram page and things like that. But mm -hmm. that's the project for the next quarter that we're work, uh, working on. And you'll be able to find the YouTube channel and things like that from there. That's as well. awesome, man. Yeah, that's fantastic. So people, definitely, I'm following. You all can do whatever you want, but I'm definitely going to be following that. Again, I want to thank you so much. Everybody else, thank you for being on either live or listening to this on YouTube on Facebook or on a podcast, wherever it is, make sure that you show some appreciation. Hit that heart button, hit that like button, subscribe button, whatever it is. And uh, we will see each other, listen to each other, hear each other very, very soon. Take care. Hey, Klaus, thank you so much for having me. It was an honor and a pleasure. Uh, and I appreciate the time we spent together, man. We'll talk again soon. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. All right, people. Take care. Bye-bye.